0: I'm Allison Katskowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale for the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here, you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always gonna give it to you straight, because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody, it's Alison Katskowski. Thank you for joining me this week for another edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. Um, I am your host, and this is the business edition of our flagship, The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care podcast, which drops on Tuesdays. Um, We just call this show Creating the World's Best Client Experiences because we talk more about the pieces and not just the pieces of a client experience, but what goes into it. And I also, if you've been following me for a while, know that we usually feature at least a couple of business owners every month. But I also like to make sure that I'm talking to you as well so that you can sort of get a feel for how we roll over here at CU Fitness and the Allison K Agency and how we can help you create a client experience in your business. Um, so today what I want to do is this is a subject that I always get asked about. And, you know, I've done a couple of mini series on this subject already, but I want to go a little bit deeper and get a little bit more specific for you. Um, this is the first of a two part series. Um, this is all about implementing retreats and events in your business. Um, and I'm recording this in February of 2024. Um, so for a lot of you, maybe you're still looking at when during the year you'll actually do an event. Right, or if this is the year that you'll do it, and look, I know there's a lot to think about. I'm working with a couple people privately right now on how to get retreats and events going in their own businesses, and it's just reminding me of all of the questions that you might have if this is you, and why this is a subject that I think the more that we can really address what those concerns are, and not in a salesy kind of way, but in a way that just simply allows you to get answers to questions. And look, if you've been in business any period of time, anytime you're looking at offering something new, it's going to feel like you're starting over. And maybe not starting over in your business, but anytime you offer something brand new, you're probably going to feel a little anxiety. And look, I want to just put that to bed right now. It's perfectly normal, perfectly okay. Look, I've been doing retreats for close to 10 years, and I still get a little anxious when I get into the planning of every single one that I do. And the reason for that is that everyone is different. You know, every event is a little bit different. Everything is just, you know, a, as different and unique as it could possibly be. And that's a good thing. You don't want to just have a rinse and repeat like, you know, you like you're making cookies every single time. You want the process to be simple, but each retreat is individual in and of itself. And that's how it should be. So what I want to talk about today are the first of my, what I call the five P's and the five P's are purpose, participants, plan. profit and pricing is number four, and then number five is also plan, but it's more about follow-up. And the reason I do that is, is that plan is usually divided and kind of sandwiched, if you will, around the people and the plan, and then the people and the follow-up. So what I want to talk about today are the first two Ps, the purpose and the participants. And I just want to give you a few nuggets to chew on and think about. In two weeks, I will drop episode two of this mini-series and I'll go into plan a little bit more specifically. And then I'll give you some nuggets to think about as far as pricing and profit. Um, Because I do think that a lot of people, especially newer retreat leaders, don't think all of these through completely. It's really easy to get excited over a plan, over what you're going to do. And then it's like you just leapfrog a couple of these elements. And look, I really think, from the from number one to number five, it really following that same order for every retreat is really key so that you can make sure that you get, you know, you have things kind of hammered out the way that you want it. So let me go into these quickly. Get, oh, I don't want to keep you very long today. Um, I could go on and on and on about this, but I want to make this informative for you. And I know that if you're running a business, you probably don't have an hour to sit and listen to me talk. So, I would rather just give you some things to think about, maybe a few action items. Please feel free to uh connect with me if you would like to know more. If you just have some simple questions, uh, we're we're not I'm not going to sell you, you look. If you know, I'm always interested in seeing how I can help you, but that's not the end game for me here. The end game for me with the show is to always provide you amazing, amazing value, give you a reason to tune in and listen, and hopefully give you really helpful nuggets that can help you Put something into play in your business so that you can generate revenue. I really do believe that retreats and events are a missing piece for a lot of people, not just for monetization, but for really allowing you to add something unique and different to your business. For the first time in years, really since 2020, travel is really back. Just last week, I was in Mexico. It was my husband turned 60 last week, and we took um, a six-day trip down to Zayuachaneo, which, by the way, if you've never been, you definitely want to check that out. And if you're wondering where that is, think about shot the movie The Shawshank Redemption. Yes, think about that beautiful white beach at the very end of the movie. That's in Zayuachaneo. You literally fly right over it when you fly into town. Um, but anyway, that's a I could record a whole nother episode on retreat locations, and I may do that for the future. But what I want to really address as far as purpose goes here is that is something that you really want to give some thought to. You don't just want to say, I'm just going to give people a break. I'm going to give people a chance to get away. I'm going to give people a chance to meet new people. That's all good. But when you're thinking about the purpose of an event, the one thing that I see a lot of coaches and business owners struggle with is what are your people going to walk away with? And the way I like for you to think about this is think about it like you're going shopping, whether it's for gifts or whatever, maybe you're just shopping with a girlfriend or whatever. Think about an outcome as something that you would literally purchase, put in a bag and walk out of the store with. It should be that clear and specific. Okay. So for example, instead of saying at this retreat, You know, you're going to help figure out what your purpose is more. Well, that's kind of vague. What does that mean? What does that look like? Why should it matter that people come to your retreat to find out their purpose? That's kind of what I call vanilla. So instead think come and learn an easy way to prioritize your self care during the week when you're super busy and committed. Now you probably don't want to word it quite like that, but that's at least a little bit more specific. So maybe it's come and learn a successful way to de-stress from a busy week. Okay, again, that's still a little vanilla, but it's a little bit more specific. But here's the thing, you really wanna get as specific as you possibly can about an outcome. Now, for me, I do at least a couple retreats a year around a business theme and you know, at least three retreats a year around personal fitness and self-care and mindset themes. So really one of the tips with, a purpose is you want to think about what is the item in the bag that they're walking out of the store with, right? And what does it look like for them in their life? Okay. And when you can really get that clear, the rest of the planning is a lot easier. What I see a lot of people do is they say, "Oh, it would be great to get a bunch of people together and go to a resort and let's work out on the beach and let's um, have some great meals with the chef and let's get massages and let's get a photo shoot." And that's all great, but that sounds like a vacation. It sounds like a getaway. It's really not the same thing as a retreat, okay? So instead, if you know that you wanna teach, say, a stress management technique or say a new way to approach your workouts, maybe it's a fitness and self-care blueprint according to like something that you teach in your business, okay, that's a much more clear purpose than just come and get away and reset, okay? So reset is okay, but you really wanna define what that is. So think about when it comes to the purpose, you want to think about it in terms of A, a tangible outcome. Think about the item in the bag they're walking out of the store with, right? Number two, what does it look like in their life? How are they going to feel? Okay, what's the difference in their day-to-day life? How are they going to be talking about it? Okay, so you really want to get in the mind of your client and think, first of all, what is it that you think they really need? And number two, this is probably bigger than number one. What is it that they really want? Okay. I think this is a big mistake that we make in marketing. We talk a lot about what people need. So instead of what people really want. So for example, if say for me in the fitness end of my business, if I know that what people want is to lose weight or what, or what they really need is to feel better. Okay. I'm not going to really language what I'm talking about in terms of that. Okay. Because here's why knowledge is not enough to change people's behavior. Okay. Listen to that again. Knowledge is not enough to change people's behavior. Tell that to anybody who's smoking. Don't talk about why they need to stop smoking. They already know that. Right. But instead you want to talk about what is it they really want? So if someone really wants to lose weight, what they really want is a simple plan that they can stick to. So talk about that. Don't talk about just what losing weight and the benefits of losing weight are. Okay. So what is it that they want? right now, not tomorrow, next week or next year when they can think about it, what do they want right now, okay? And then what you do at your retreat is you give them what they need, but you have to language it in a way that it's what they really want. And then you give them what they need at the retreat or the event, okay? So think about it in terms of a tangible outcome. What does it look like for them when they get home, not while they're on their retreat, but when they get home, okay? So instead of talking about like, exactly all the things you're going to do, how does that translate into their daily life, okay? And number three, and this is just kind of a little bonus tip to think about when it comes to purpose and outcome, you know, what is the result? In other words, what does it look like at the end, okay? As a result of coming to this retreat, you will learn boom, boom, boom. So give them like three bullet points. You will learn a tangible, Simple process that you can rinse and repeat at home despite your busy schedule, you know, whatever that looks like. So you want to lay it out like a, like a checklist. Now you don't want to deliver your retreat like a checklist, but you want to give them the outcomes like that. Okay. So it's really important that you spend some time thinking about this. The more you can think about it and get clear on it, the easier the other pieces are going to get. And it's going to be a lot easier to speak to the right person that will say yes to this. I think a lot of times with retreat leaders, especially newer retreat leaders, is that you're really focused on just selling the spots. And you get to a certain point where you just want anyone that will say yes. And then sometimes that works as far as you filling your spots, but it doesn't always work for achieving the outcome for your retreat, okay? And really at the end of the day, you want people to get amazing value so that they'll give you a testimonial or that you have your social proof for your next event, okay? So give that some thought. I'd love to know what the purpose of your next retreat is connect with me on my website, www.theallisandk.com. You can send me an email or you can just hit the connect button on my homepage and just say, hey, I've got an idea. Just fire away. I'm always happy to answer your questions for you. All right. And the second P that I want to get into today is participants. Okay. All right. Just like they say, who is it for? It's really that clear. Who is it for? Okay. So for example, If you are focusing on stress management and self-care at a retreat at the beach or in a tropical location, who is that really going to be for? That's probably not going to be for a stay-at-home mom, even though it would be great for a stay-at-home mom. But we have to think about where our client is and how we can make this an easy yes for them. So if you're going to do a retreat for a stay-at-home mom, and look, to all the stay-at-home parents out there... You know, you deserve to do things for yourself too. But sometimes going away to a faraway location for four or five days isn't always an easy thing to do, okay? So it might be better to language and plan your retreat if you know that's who you're going after to think about that. Maybe a weekend is a better option. Maybe an overnight is a better option. Or maybe just a single day when, you know, your client can kind of wrap their head around it a little easier. So you really got to think about who it's for. I mean, primarily on Allison K Retreats, we work with entrepreneurs, business owners, um, you know, higher level business executives, people who have a little bit of authority and are in the position to really make decisions. And look, I'm not saying that, that, you know, anybody can really come on one of our retreats and enjoy it, but we're very clear about who we serve on our retreats. And, you know, a lot of the people that we get are people who just flat out need a break from their routine. I mean, who doesn't? But what we find on our fitness and self care retreats is that, you know, we have two core false beliefs that we usually speak to. One is the person who continually can't find time to prioritize themselves. And number two, who thinks that they can't be consistent. They might try something for a little while, they get bored with it or whatever. So they really feel like they need to be challenged. Okay. And You know, a lot of our trips are during the week. And so for people with families, that sometimes isn't always the best option, okay? So what we like to think about are, you know, we want to make this as easy as possible for our client. We also want to be very clear, again, on the outcomes that they're going to get. But when we know who we're speaking to, you can really talk to that person in your retreat copy. This is what your sales page hopefully will help you with. Your sales page is designed for two things. One is to help you do some of the heavy lifting with your retreat message, okay? You want your message to be so clear that it really resonates with that person that you're trying to hook in, right? And number two, you really want to be speaking to that right person and entice them either into saying yes or at least booking a call with you so you can answer their questions. Typically, what I find for people who have never been on retreat with me is that they want to talk to me. Even people who've been on retreat with me before and they have questions, they still want to talk to me. That's okay. But remember, that's the point of your copy. That's the point of your landing page. That's the reason why we post and we send emails is to really have a conversation with people so that we can decide if this person is the right fit or not. Okay. So in all my years of doing retreats, I really have not written a sales page that has sold a retreat out without having to need to have at least a couple of conversations with people. So expect to do that especially if your retreat is priced say over two or three thousand dollars people generally want to know what they're getting and that's okay all right so just be very clear about who it is that you're speaking to what is it they really want what do they need what do they struggle with what are the stories that they're telling themselves where are they in their life okay and what are the the BS stories that they're telling themselves. Okay. We really want to have an intimate knowledge of what that is so that we can really speak to that. Cause that they're, look, what I find too in marketing a retreat, and I'll talk about this more in the planning phase, which is in part two is that, you know, people can be telling themselves a lot of stories as to why something won't work. They don't always verbalize those stories. It's really up to us to think, what is my person thinking right now? And what can I say? to them that will help them either say yes, or at least want to be able to talk to me about it, okay? So you really want to think about where people are in their journey, okay? So just to recap, P number two, which is participants, who is it for? What do they want? What do they want right now? What do they need? All right, where are they? What are they struggling with every day? What's keeping them from saying yes, in other words, okay? Okay. And what are the stories that they're telling themselves? Because we can use that in our copy. We can use that on our landing page. And I promise you, if you think this through, what is it that you want to do and who is it for? I can promise you that planning what you're going to do and pricing it is a whole lot easier. And I'm going to talk about that in part two, which is going to drop in two weeks. I hope that's really helpful for you. My point with these little short mini series is to just give you some things to think about. Hopefully answer some of your questions hopefully maybe alleviate some of the anxiety and the nervousness. Look, doing a retreat's a big deal. It's a lot of time and prep. It's a lot of energy and you gotta be all in because there's a lot of people that will say, I'll think about it. And then they're probably, when someone says that, what in my experience, they're usually not a yes, at least not yet, okay? So what we have to think about is what can I tell them or what can I say to them that would help put their mind at ease? What can I tell them That would help them be able to say yes faster, okay? So I hope that's really helpful for you. If you have questions or you're wondering where to begin with your next retreat or event, we do have ways we can support you. We have ways we can actually teach you our five-step process. I call this my done with you process. And we also have ways where we can actually take the planning off of your plate and do it for you, okay? And we offer lots of ways that we can support you, lots of touch points. It really just depends on what kind of support you think you need. So please don't hesitate to just reach out and at least book a call with me. You can go to my website, www.theallisonkay.com and go to the work with me tab and then look for the retreat consulting offer. And then you can just look at my calendar and find a time to chat with me if this is something that you're thinking about. This is a free call. I'm not gonna sell you. I'm going to answer your questions. I'm going to make sure you have what you need so that you can make the right decision. I'm not a hard sell kind of person. I'm just not. I don't like it when people hard sell me. So I try to be very conscious of that with people that I'm talking with. So I hope that's helpful for you. If you're looking for a new community of business owners and like-minded people on social media, please come over and join us on Facebook, Innovate and Grow for Business and Coaching Entrepreneurs. We talk about a lot of these kinds of things in there and I do a weekly Facebook Live in there every week on a topic, Please come over and join us there. We would love to have you. That's what I got for you this week, folks. That's part one of All About Retreats, the purpose and the participants, the first two Ps of the five Ps. Check out part two, which is dropping in two weeks. And I will see you right back here on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in.